It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and Todd at TD Guardians KU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. All right, folks, we are getting ready. We're getting close to it. Next week is the start of the regular season. It is the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast right here at the Evergreen Podcast Network. Waiting for next year.com. Matt and Todd with you. A little Friday recording. Todd, as we get ready for uh what do we got like four or five spring games left in the next Thursday, this coming Thursday, the guardians will be heading to Seattle. What an opener, a 10 o'clock at night opener against the Mariners. A little a few late night games, but Thursday, the boys were swinging 10, the bats. 10, a week from right. Uh, uh, six days. I know. Six days. Just what boys, we need. Thursday boys, night at 10, 10. <laughs> it's good. It's crazy. The boys were swinging the bats last night. Got a couple of uh, roster spots to talk about, but it's, it's, they're coasting right now, and in the, in the, there's no, you know, knock on wood. There's no major things going on. There's no controversies. Uh, there's no uh, Matt Veerling, Keel Badu platoons. There's no Delucci and Michaels. I was just gonna say, who is that? Delucci and Michaels, 2023. <laughs> you, you know, it's you know, it's what's great is that that we just finished this week the World Baseball Classic, and you know, it's kind of been a polarizing topic in sports. I loved it. I thought it was great. The final game was amazing. The semis and the finals were great. The Otani Trout at bat, you know, it all came down to that. It was incredible. But it's almost like it's completely overshadowed the sport. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you know, a lot of people say that this is the best possible thing for the sport and everyone was so into it and everybody who was involved loved it so much. Um, but I really think that it could, it, 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 it may have a negative effect on baseball from the standpoint of these guys who played in that game and the players who watched it and all that were probably like, wow, this is so amazing. Yeah. And now, now I'm a, now I'm a, a Pittsburgh pirate. And now I got to have to, you know, now I'm playing in front of 5,000 fans on a Tuesday night at seven o'clock against Milwaukee. You know what I mean? So, but I loved it. And I think it's great for the sport, but it's great for the sport worldwide more than great for the sport domestically. I think. I mean, look, let's be honest. Um, and I heard that there was an argument. I, I'm a fan when I'm driving to work some mornings of the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. It's because he went to uh, Syracuse. No, I like the show. I'm not listening to the local morning show here. Um, no offense. And I just, I, that's no Ken and list. Anthony for you on the Odyssey app. Uh, Ken, I do listen to Ken and, and Anthony um, when I'm home, usually, because that's easy just to put on my computer. Um, but in the car, I just, you know, I go to 158 or 156 or whatever it is at CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. And I like Damon. I think he does a good show. Mraz is producer that and they were arguing about the whole world baseball classic. And Mraz was saying, no one cares. Like the the Japanese fans, the people in that in that country are really into it. The um, like you saw the Mexican fans, like they were going nuts when Mexico was playing. But our fans, yeah, they're into it, but 
was that it wasn't that big of a deal where we devastated when trout swung through the Otani thing. But you texted me the next morning. You're like, oh, are you watching this? And I missed it live. Now I wish I probably could have watched, would have watched it, but I don't know. I was trying to drum up some business internally and get into it, but I just, I couldn't do it. It was so exciting. I, I really, the earlier rounds I didn't watch as much, but once they got out of the pool play and got into the actual tournament, I, I thought it was unbelievable theater. Um, the crowds in Miami were awesome because you had the Cuban fans, you know, you had the American yeah. fans, you had the Mexican fans, you had the Venezuelan fan. Everybody flocked to Miami for it. It's crazy. I was, I saw a clip on um, Dan Lebertard's show talking about how, you know, Baseball in this town has been ruined forever. That park hasn't had 38,000 people in it on back-to-back nights ever since it was bought and yet (laughs) since it was built and yet here they were and people just loved it. I just thought it was, I thought it was great. And it got my juices flowing for the season because as much as I love spring training this year for our team in particular, there was not much to talk about. If you think about it, this roster is 95 percent set speaking of 95 percent i saw a stat that 95 percent of tvs in japan were watching the final oh yeah 95 percent of televisions well, what it's about insane. the semifinal? i did turn on the semifinal game when japan walked off oh that whoever, was so awesome whoever they played and that was you know that gap that went ball was, hit the uh, gap and it was like it wow, was venezuela was runner it? was flying was around venezuela. It was cool. yeah it was cool but yeah. i mean you're right i mean now when we get back, you know, when, when the guardians get home and it's mid April and it's freezing and there's two people at the, in the stands, although shout out to the organization. One of those two people are going to be me, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, shout, true. Shout out to the organization, by the way, this like $45 pass per month is a great call. So, Genius. you know, we've taken our shots sometimes at the team for their PR and et cetera. But I think that was a brilliant move. You're going to get young fans that go, Hey, maybe I'll just hang out at one of the bars and just get into the building. And it's going to cost you basically, if you go five times in the month, it's going to cost you nine bucks basically um, per game. I think that's awesome. That was smart. And It's great. And if you think about it, think about how much money you weigh, how many times you waste $45 a month, like of all the dumb stuff you might buy for $45, you know, like, shit i buy i buy one bars you know i buy the the, the boxes of one bars there, there's 20 bars why don't and I you think buy some 20... of these babies built bars <laughs> <laughs> because they taste like garbage <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh they're on the, they're your other podcast sponsor so i can yeah you're no, fine but, but, but my point is i basically buy <laughs> two boxes of those because i have one a day yeah and that's $25 each. So I'm spending more on one breakfast bar than I would going to a, a baseball game for two and a half hours and hanging out with my friends. I think it's a great move. And as always, you and I have been begging the organization to do stuff like this. Just get people in the in the park. Right. Isn't it, isn't it better to, to have a loaded park at low prices than a three quarters of the park empty at, at no at no income coming in? Even, even if you did a $5 ticket, situation whoever's coming in is going to spend more than five dollars they're going to buy a a ten dollar beer or a four dollar bottle of water a four dollar hot dog whatever whatever it might be i i can't remember the franchise but someone else is doing like a a college um the mets on twitter yet it's the mets yeah steve cohen fifteen dollars fifteen dollars student tickets it's genius 
Right. He's genius. That's more teams in baseball should be doing this. And here's the thing. If you do that now, let's say you say we're going to do these $15 tickets or the, the guardians are going to say, we're going to do $45 for the month in June. If they're hot playing well, the place is packed somehow, some way our city like embraces the team to the point, you know what they could do? They could take it away. They could go, Hey, listen, for this month, we're, we're, we're kind of pulling back on it. it may upset a few people, but right now you've got to get people in there. You've got to get people excited. I know the pitch clock has come up and, I'm looking at these game times, uh, these box scores in the game times, and I'm stunned. I mean, I mean, even, even last night it was a ten nothing, ten nothing game. We beat the Giants. It was, it was like perfect. two hours was, and twenty four minutes. It was a no hitter, though, right? <laughs> For a while, yeah. yeah. But um, that helps the speed. But yes, the the the, the speed of the games have, will definitely help, and I think will definitely draw more people. And you know what else is going to draw more people in Ohio in particular? gambling because now yeah. we all have whatever gambling app on our phone and we can live bet when we're at the game and it's it's i'm telling you it's gonna help it is gonna help how, how i have are things friends, in mike how are things in mike dewine's ohio no comment <laughs> um but i i will say no comment i will say okay. this i have you know friends who are not big gamblers or not gamblers at all p1 listener and great friend of the program Jeremy Bilski, he 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 when when draft or when when sports gambling was legalized here right before the conference tournaments, we were out to dinner with them, and I'm like, "Are you betting on these games at all?" Like, and he's like, "No." I was like, "It, it was him and Doctor Borland," and I was like, "You guys just put the app on your phone, give yourself a little action. Who cares? Bet five dollars a game, whatever. I'm like, you don't have to become addicted. Just do it." Right. It's so the, last yeah, it's week, easy. I forgot all about it. Last week, Jeremy texted me. He's like, I got a three teamer with Kansas in it. Do you think it's going to hit? I was like, nope, we're going to lose to Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like a proud dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, but, but in live in game betting, I haven't seen how it's going to be for baseball yet, but you might be able to bet on like over under how many hits is Josh Bell going to get in this game? You know, stuff it like may that. be a way of getting fan interest up. You're right. Mm -hmm. By the way, you can get that uh, no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you go to fanduel.com slash lockdown. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at you <laughs> going all the, we, we need it. We need a gambling I, sponsor on this program. We might oh, have WFNY might have one for all I know. Not that you and I are paying attention, but there's we have, uh, our, we have our own sponsors. <laughs> there's well, yes, we, we want to thank the center for advanced dentistry. We want to talk about Dr. Ben in a second. Also a breaking tea t-shirt to breaking tea.com news, new gear for the season. We'll tell you about, and also a groove ride. Were you there this morning? I was there this morning. We also a groove ride, new groove ride, sweatshirts, ultra soft. Ooh, you might <laughs> send you one ultra. Of ultra soft it is it's so soft it feels so good first class is free that's all i know first I class they, i heard they got bucket, real, bucket seats that's right the price <laughs> is right too you won't find a better deal than the uh 125 monthly unlimited package over there in groove ride chagrin boulevard the corner of chagrin and brainerd wow yeah. Speaking of bucket seats, uh, uh, your son made it down to Florida. <laughs> 20 straight hours on the bus complaining the whole oh time, I'm sure. God. God bless that kid. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that and Bart Kalkstein coming up next. Um, <laughs> Isn't it Calstein? Is that his name? <laughs> hey, don't worry. They got that boom box to play the tape. Mike, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Listen. Wait until the executive producer listens to this segment. Woo! Oh, Mikester's going to be listening, probably live in Louisville for his Princeton uh, all right. Tigers. Now, this is getting way too, in the world. This is way too inside. Woo! All right, so uh, listener, you got you, you know you got to give him credit. Oh my god! Okay, talk, let's talk some baseball. Let's move <laughs> over to some baseball business. No, I, I was uh, go ahead. I was reading about the uh, uh, Shane Bieber. I think it was Cleveland.com. Might have might have been uh, Terry Pluto. It was. And he he it was, was saying that he was like, didn't feel right last year. Was all out of sorts. And obviously, I was at that start in Detroit that day game when we got swept four games. Oof. And I remember like. I don't know why I'm going. I have a bad feeling. And Bieber was terrible. And it's was like, that the one you sat up in the upper deck by yourself? I kept, yeah, I kept moving around because I was just trying to find a, a, a like a good luck area. It was horrible. But that I went back to that as I was reading this article. Like, man, Bieber at one point were worried about his velocity. He's not even touching 91, and he out of sorts. And then he ends up finishing the year. You know, the ERA went right around three. Was he below three last year? And he was awesome in the, in his playoff start right against Tampa. So you know. crazy, but, but yeah, that's I just reading that it's, it's like, wait a minute. It, it just goes to show, I guess the culture, the, the, the coaching that they get uh, with Tito, Carl Willis, whether it's now, um, um, you know, the hitting coach, why am I drawing a complete blank on our boy? Um, I'll tell you what his name is. Not Ty Van Berkeley or Chris Valleca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Val, as they call him. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, when you think about all the things that happened last year and Jose Ramirez having to play through the injury, Bieber says he's not feeling right. Uh, Jimenez, who was obviously uh, banged up at the end of the season. And I know that they were healthy for the most part a year ago, but it was such a young team. And now turning the page on this year, you know, catching some of the highlights last night. And I got, uh, I, uh, for some odd reason, I could not get, get it on, uh, MLB TV last night on my uh, fire stick, but I've got, I, I DVR'd it on, at 9 a.m. this morning on MLB Network, so I'll go back and watch. Boy, you are a sick, sick man. Well, I, I got love, I love it. I know. But jo it. The Josh Bell home run last night, you tweeted it out. This The sound that comes Oof. off his bat, man, that's going to be such a big addition, a huge addition. That, you know, I, they've been playing. I don't know if you noticed this or not. I do want to come back to Bieber in a second, but he's basically been playing this, pseudo starting lineup a mm -hmm. lot or the starting the uh, pseudo starting lineup a lot and you know what's so interesting is a friend of mine uh the other day asked me oh how, how do you think we're going to be and i said you know we're bringing back it's the same team except now they have more experience they're a year older and i think they know what to look for i mean but to go back to it you know you had literally the same exact lineup you know kwan leading off Ahmed hitting second Jose hitting third. And then the only difference was bell four in front of Naylor. Th then Oscar is now hitting six hit uh, Andres Jimenez hitting seven and then whoever's catching eight and straw nine. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, it's the same lineup. And then Will Brennan has been in and out. Arias has been in and out. I think, I mean, this is the playoff roster. And they're I all know. back, and you added Josh Bell. I'm very excited. Very excited. Well, and, and you know, it's a deeper team than it was at this time a year ago, obviously. I mean, WBC hero and first team all WBC, Yu Chang was like starting. <laughs> you believe that? At first base. <laughs> Who you looked you at? You can well, look back, some... by the way. You can look back in like 10 years and go, yeah, the WBC when Japan beat the United States. Who was the first baseman who was all 
World Baseball Classic. Was it Paul Goldschmidt MVP? No, no it was you Chang. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was funny to look at that that uh, I think it was some sort of image and it had like yeah, it, it had it, like each around the, the diamond, diamond. and yeah. you're right. It's I like all these all-stars and even that windmill Javi Baez was good. Now a member of a 10%, 10 capacity. capacity starting shortstop. I can't believe I got a root for this guy. I, I don't Big know. Team D's NL only draft, one Eastern Saturday afternoon. Oh, very exciting. Yes. Tomorrow. Um, and so what was I saying? But no, the, the roster a year ago was not this deep. We were sitting here going, oh my gosh, Yu Chang's in the lineup, Bobby Bradley's in the lineup, who's going to be the backup catcher. And obviously that's still kind of up for grabs right now. But other than the Hentges and Cody Morris injuries, I think they're looking to be in pretty good shape here to start the season. And, you know, I think a lot of the WBC stuff has kind of overshadowed spring training. I haven't heard a word about Sam. So I'm assuming he's going to start the season on the injured list. Oh, yeah. No, he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's not um, going to be ready. No so, way. you know, someone's going to have to pick up that big role. Um, you know, it, it, it looks as though Roman Quinn is going to make the team as the fifth outfielder because they sent um Tyler Freeman back to the minors yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, there and and really there was no room to play both to have both Freeman and Arias on the on the roster. And they really seem to like what they see from Gabby as they call him now. I see this Gabby all the time. Um and oh, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that Arias can play corner outfield and you know obviously he was the starting first baseman in the playoffs last year against lefties and and, you know, he's a natural shortstop, played plenty of second, plenty of third. Um, are you concerned at all about Mike Zanino and most likely Cam Gallagher? Or is this one of those situations where we're fine with it? If it doesn't work out, you go to Bo Naylor and call it a day. I mean, that's the thing. Bo Naylor had a huge WBC. Spraying the ball all over the place. Opposite field home runs. Um, I'm not sure. I, I said this the last time we convened on this show i think he's going to be here not now but i think eventually zanino's really struggled uh apparently uh, a friend of the show and uh, uh guardians uh professional scout andrew siciliano was texting me about zanino <laughs> i just was looking at his numbers for spring yeah he's two for 23 with 11 strikeouts <laughs> i know so but, but again, it's, it's only spring, spring. Well, Always. right. Two weeks ago, we were like, Oscar Gonzalez can't hit a ball. And then last night he had an opposite field home run and he had three hits, I think, the night before. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. My biggest thing with Zanino is, all right, if he hits eighth and Straw's hitting ninth and he's just catching the baseball and the pitchers like throwing to him, I think, I mean, Austin Hedges we loved, but he became an automatic out at times. So yeah. if Zanino's just a step above that, then I'm fine with it. Backup catcher. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not gonna go crazy. Well, here I, I'll come up to the. I'll, I I come back to this though, and it's very similar to what we were talking about last year, but kind of flipped. If Miles Straw hits the way he's supposed to hit and always has up until last season, well, basically until September, then who cares what Zanino or Cam Gallagher are giving you a catcher? There, how many lineups? You know, the majority of the lineups in the majors, except for the big market teams, are always going to have like one weak hitting player at the bottom but if right. Zanino is catching at the level that they want him to and handling the staff and he's fine and Straw's hitting you know here this spring Straw was eight for 25 which is 320 with a 793 OPS 
I mean, if, if he hits 280 with a 790 OPS and on-base percentage of, you know, 400, who cares what happens with Zanino, you know? Well, just, the, I think the biggest thing last year that was tick, uh, ticking us off um, was we couldn't hold runners. There was about a two-month stretch last year, I don't know if it was July and August or August and September, where Hedges wasn't throwing anybody out. Maley wasn't throwing anybody out. Our pitchers weren't holding runners very well. Now you're adding bigger bases, so it's a shorter distance for these guys to steal bags here. And that one pick, and only one pickoff throw, I believe, right? Isn't it one? You're allowed yeah. to throw over? Yeah. Should be interesting, but that's my biggest. I mean, you know, you know I'm a pitching and defense guy anyway. Um, you are? I, I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> Catching the ball is very important. We'll be on your grave your 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 headstone one day <laughs> what about uh what about trevor bauer over in is he in japan is that where he's going yeah yeah how about that speaking, huh? speaking of people that never bothered to hold any runners um yeah. back in the day but so we'll see i mean in the bullpen i mean the pride of indiana university tim heron will he be the guy i think he's going to be and then are you picking between curry and gaddis are you going to start one of those guys who are triple a starters for now and make them a long man or are you going with this uh what's his name michael uh who's our guy the the veteran that was with the phillies last year that has been decent in the uh in the spring here oh uh um i i i have no idea michael kelly sorry michael, michael kelly. kelly yeah yeah who had a you know and a few appearances in philly last year but he's his era is below two in the spring and but he, could, he, he could also make it for now uh, okay so Here's my guess. I don't think that they're going to add someone to the 40 man drink. There you because, go. Uh, I, because they already are going to have to add two. They're going to have to get rid of two people off the 40 man for whoever the backup catcher is, most likely Cam Gallagher and um, Roman Quinn, who's going to make the uh, you know the team. Well, is, is Roman Quinn making it or is Richie Palacios making it? I think they're sending Richie down to play every day and they're going to keep poor, Quinn for, poor Richie, for man, his the speed. Guy was, the guy was money last year in late innings. I, I agree, but you know Tito, number one, loves veterans. And number yes. two, in today's game with the bigger bases and the running and the defense becoming even more important, I think – it makes way more sense to keep, I mean, listen, I don't love Roman Quinn, but for someone who is going to sit on the bench and basically just pinch run, wouldn't you rather have Richie down in triple a playing every day bats every day than rotting on the bench? Cause who, seriously, where are you going to play Richie except for pinch hitting? He's True. not, he's not playing over any of the three starting outfielders or will Brennan. And no. he's, they're certainly not going to trot him out there on the infield because Arias is going to have a hard time getting enough at bats as is. So if Roman Quinn rots on the bench, who cares? If that's so our I, biggest, if that's our biggest issue, then uh, right. I'm good with it. I you think know? my guess is they'll keep. So your, your pen is going to be class a 99, Eli Morgan, D Los Santos, DLS, my boy. Oh, yeah. That's for, um, Heron is going to yep. be five. He's going to make it. And then you're going to need, uh, what about uh, Luis Oviedo? Yeah, I think 40, they sent man. him down. Oh, they did send him down. Okay. It's between Kelly, Gaddis, Curry, and Heron, I think, for two of the last four spots. Well, I think it just comes down to who they don't value as a starter as much. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we're, lo- we're loaded with starters, and they sent Pilkington down. You got Battenfield. You got Cantillo, you got all these. I, mean, I don't think I don't guys. think Battenfield's on the forty man either, and I don't think I think Joey's getting sent down because he's an obvious starter. And Gaddis has pitched really time. well. He has. I got to give him credit. You know, we we talked about this before, but you know, maybe that debacle two starts they gave him last year were a good thing for him. You know, he saw how far he had to go, and he has had a nice spring. I just looked at his numbers: seventeen strikeouts. And three walks in 13 innings. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm still, I still can't get over those spot starts. He made. It was like, I was that, at both of them. I was at that both poor of them. kid. And oh, I was at Xavier Curry's spot start too. Curry, at least, Curry could at least get a few people out. It was <laughs> poor, poor Gaddis. It was just a little bit too big you know, of a moment. For him. You know what's going to, you know, what's crazy and who they could, who would be a great fit right now to keep in this spot? Brian Shaw. Kirk. <laughs> No, Kirk McCarty, Brian Shaw. I saw him against. Uh, did you see that clip? Yes, that I watched. I watched awful this announcing. He was pitching. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Stone talking morning. about his first job. Yeah, that was good. I did see that. that was it was good. kind of ironic. They were talking about a funeral. Uh, Steve Stone selling funerals. Yeah, as Brian Shaw is throwing pitches. That was funny. Yeah. It's going to be great when he comes and makes that first appearance back. In the... is he going to make the White Sox? He always he, makes he it. He might. Why? Why not? I didn't. My show prep today was very minimal. I, I should have looked that up. I was very. I, listen, uh, he pitched yesterday. That's all I know. So that means he hasn't been cut yet. That's true. Yeah. Well, so who, I just, who, you know, it, it, this is the the bigger point here is that we're talking about the last two spots in the bullpen. We I know mentioned who, Trevor Steffen. My bad. Right. I was about I, to I say, you know, that. what you have on the back end. And the Tito's used all those guys in different roles and Stefan's closed games and classes pitched back-to-back days. And obviously Karen check can do the job who, um, you know, DLS, who? all of them. Who are you talking about? I didn't hear you say his, what's his James? name? Again? Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, you know who else, by the way, uh, I'm a tad concerned. Well, the executive producer is a tad concerned about, and I want to get your thoughts. Aaron Savali. Uh, and and Zach Plesac for that matter. What kind of a leash do you think these two guys are going to get if they both come out of the gate struggling again? Because, listen, I love Cal. I love Tristan. Love Bieber. The next two guys, they got they got to sell me hard right now because I am not buying either of them currently. Well, that's what's interesting is that if Gaddis and Curry are pitching well, but you may have to start one of them in the pen. I know they don't want to rush up any of the stud studs. Espino's already hurt, but like we're not Gavin Williams Gavin is not Williams right. up. Well, right. Not yet. So who's the next man up? Like who's like last year, you're right. Curry and Gaddis got opportunities. McCarty and having a spot start. Pilkington did. Right. They never tried Battenfield. Remember, they brought him up for the Toronto series when uh 99 couldn't travel. 
and right. uh, he he didn't make an appearance. But they say he he had a decent spring too. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because as as you and I both know, it is very hard to go through a full season with your top five starting rotation making 30 starts the last time i can ever remember the indian slash guardians having basically five starters with 2005 when it was millwood cc cliff lee jake westbrook and scott ellerton all of those guys i think ellerton made 28 starts the other ones made 30 each and jason davis made six and they only made they only had six guys make starts that year i know that 05 team like the back of my hand. I don't know why. They didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> I thought that was going to be our year. Me too. And then the White Sox won the World Series after they eliminated. I was convinced because uh, dad passed away and I was like, tribe in 05, it's, it's for him. They're going to do it. And Oh, that's right. That was the first season after. That was, that was it, didn't ha- it did not happen. It did not materialize until two years later. I'll still say my, that 07 team is as fun a team and it was one of my favorite teams of all time oh i put them they're in my top three a hundred percent i mean my my top three favorite indians slash guardians team and i gotta tell you i think last year's team is in is in my top three too oh right because it was so unexpected and it was so fun and it was all kids and they just the attitude that they carried and the way they carried themselves and you know they never took themselves too seriously they never they never really felt the pressure, which young teams normally do. I mean, they were so fun to, and I love it because they're all back. They are. They're yeah. all back. It's gonna be great. I'm so excited. We got six days. These six days. Six baby. days. Isn't that and we crazy? We got it every night. What's the uh, what's the TV story here? I'm, uh, you know, it's adding I, adding Chris Jimenez. What's going on here? I had this conversation. My my uh, haircut. I got a haircut yesterday. How do you look? Looking fresh, a little fresh. Anyway, you look good. I'm sure mom would say it's too short, but what else is new? Um, (laughs) That's Uh, a classic um, old bit right there. No, I I, honestly, here's what I'm thinking. This Valley situation, obviously they, the, the diamond sports group has, you know, filed for bankruptcy and all the reports are, there's going to be four teams that are basically screwed the guardians being one of those four right. and the reds being one of those four, because this Valley sports, great lakes is no good. My guess. And again, this is pure guess is that they're trying out a bunch of new people because next year there's going to be something completely new. And could if be. MLB is in charge, they're picking their own people. So this is an audition for Chris Jimenez and Ellis Burks and Pat Tabler, who was a, you know, for those who don't know the youngsters, out there, the young Dairy Brothers Tribecast fans, Pat Tabler. I'm gonna. I will. When I say Pat Tabler to anyone over the age of 38, what is the correct response? D's. Base is loaded. That's correct. Everyone <laughs> will know he has the best batting average, I think, in baseball history with the bases loaded. He was money. Uh, he was money. Unbelievable. But he was with the Toronto broadcast for, I think, for a long time, 25 years. Yeah, and isn't with them this year. I think he retired. And then he's doing this. He's going to be a part of the broadcast uh, along with, you know, the trying out Alice Burks, trying out Chris Jimenez. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kipnis worked his way in there at one, at some point he was oh, doing yeah. some stuff in the spring, but you know, the, the broadcast is going to change at some point soon, whether it's yeah. when the team sells 
or if Bally's goes completely under and then they, so I think this is a live audition. That's my guess. Yeah. Hey, Matt Todd, when are, when's Dolan selling the team already? <laughs> Dolan's cheap with a Z. C-H-E-E-P. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast uh, with you today here on the Evergreen Podcast Network and WaitingForNextYear.com. Big news, a couple of new shirts uh, out at Breaking Tea t-shirts. Go to BreakingTea.com slash dairy. Takes you right to the Cleveland Collection. New, uh, even though Todd doesn't love this, the land shirt, but no, I love the, the shirt. On the I, shirt. Don't, I love the shirt. I don't Shirt's love cool. the land. Sticks, the OG, Jose, Naylor, Quan, Shane, and Andres. And then it spells out, that's in red. And then it's a blue shirt. And then in white, it says the land based off of like the T in Sticks, the H in the OG, the E in the Jose, et cetera. There's also a new Stephen Quan shirt, uh, thir- number 38 with his uh, swing. And it says Stephen Quan, that's in red. Get that at breakingtea.com slash dairy. Just go to the website now, Breaking Tea. Dot com and then use the slash dairy takes you d-e-r-y takes you right to the uh, cleveland collection uh we also got to talk about the center for advanced dentistry todd shout out to our guy ben hornstein he is he's been through uh a lot personally over the last couple of weeks i know you reached out to him uh as did i but uh we're thinking about dr ben he's he's one of the best and uh uh, we our our thoughts are with him and his family, no question. I got to spend about forty five minutes with Doctor Ben one on one at uh, the Shiva last week, and his wife was an amazing woman, and I learned a lot uh, from him and his kids. You know, um, it was a just an awful tough battle with cancer. Cancer sucks. As everyone knows, no question. Uh, we lost our father to cancer almost 19 years ago at this point, and he's the reason why you and I do this podcast and everything behind it. So, um, you know, to Matthew and Lindsay, um, giving you our best as well. And the one thing that I took, the biggest life lesson that I took was that Ben had told me that, you know, his 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 daughter-in-law was pregnant. And his daughter was getting married and his wife was doing everything she could every single day to get up because she had a goal to make sure that she was at that wedding and she saw the birth of her grandchild and she got through both of them, which was her goal um, before eventually losing her battle. But she was an incredible woman and Dr. Ben is just the best and we love him and we're sending all of our best to the entire Hornstein clan and uh, you know, they're huge guardians fans and we're doing it this season for Jen. All right. That's the battle cry. We're doing it for Jen, Ben and Jen. We're doing it for you this year. That's what we're doing. No doubt about it. CFAD.net. Dr. Ben and his crew will take great care of you. If you're looking for a new dentist, if you need a second opinion, whatever it is, they're just great people and they're proud to uh, sponsor us here on the uh, dairy brothers guardians cast. Um, all right, so the season's going to start Thursday night at 10-10. I haven't gone through a lot of the predictions. I was actually at Barnes & Noble, gosh, last week, and I grabbed a couple of magazines. I was looking at like Athlon. I was just going to say, they still have Athlons? There was a couple. Most of them are fantasy baseball magazines, but like there was a couple where it's like, hey, baseball preview. I'm like, all right, about, let me leave. What about Beckett? Is that still around? <laughs> Lindy's? <laughs> 
<laughs> sport or sport magazine inside sports that's right yeah. good bit and sport magazine had the swimsuit edition we were all over that sport magazine what about what was the small one? Oh, baseball digest baseball digest yeah, yeah. who's who in baseball oh, we used to get all that stuff oh yeah but i was looking i think it was athlons and i'm like all right let me go to this thing and they predicted us to win the division it was Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota, Kansas City, Detroit. Um, and then I think they had us losing in the first round, maybe to the Yankees. I don't I don't remember if it was, I'm trying to remember what it was. But regardless, as we're starting the season, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I think when the, if this team's gonna hit and guys are gonna get better, look, there's gonna be some guys that regress. Do you think Andre Jimenez is gonna have this kind of year again? I, I don't know. Possibly not. Oscar, is he going to be able to keep this up? I think Stephen Kwan is a star. I He is, I saw him the other day, uh, some highlights, and like, he's bigger, he's worked out. You can tell he's bigger. Absolutely. He I don't muscular. think there's going to be any regression with him. I don't. I think he is going to be an all-star this year. I do. And that's tough to do, to be make, make you know, an all-star in the AL outfield uh, with all the guys that are in the, in, in you know, Lotani and, Trout and all those guys, but I just, I, I, you know, if there's a team that worries me in the division, I mean, I guess I would go with the White Sox because I do think they have talent and I think now they have a real manager. I mean, they had a, you know, they had a mummy running the team last year. So falling asleep uh, on the bench, right? Right. Um, so I guess that would be my biggest concern. I think the twins staying healthy and their pitching is still a question mark. And obviously the bottom two teams are the bottom two teams, but that would be my biggest issue. What do you think? It's the White Sox. You think it's the Twins? I think? actually think it's the Twins because I think that they have upgraded their rotation. Um, they have upgraded their bullpen. Now, you know, I'm. A, I would say that they still have Rocco Baldelli, which is a, a, a as I know you love him so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, as a manager, and he's very unconventional as you'd say, but you know, they also good news for us is that noted guardians killer Luis arise has been traded to yep. Miami, by the way, member of uh 10% capacity. Great. You got a rise. Deal. Oh yeah, baby. But you know, they traded uh, him for, you know, a, a, what they consider to be a frontline starting pitcher. Um, which, you know, I, I'm, I'm not so sold, uh, you know, I, I, I listen there, you look at their rotation now and it's Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez, who they just got yep. Tyler Maley, Joe Ryan and Kenta Maeda. Okay. That's pretty good. It is good. I think that's pretty good. I'm a Joe that's Ryan a, fan. I think Joe yeah, Ryan's a, good. That's a definite improvement. And then Johan Duran and the, I don't know why they're screwing around with Jorge Lopez as their closer when they have Duran. Uh, though, you know, Duran is a total beast. Caleb Theobar pitches every day, shut us down, us, he does but least. they, but that pen, the rest of it, it's the same crap. Griffin Jackson, Pagan is, how did they keep it's Emilio stunning Pagan? to me that he's still there. He's terrible. Terrible. Good old he's, Emilio. Please trot Emilio! him out there against us. <laughs> yeah. Please trot him out there against us. Please. Yeah. That guy is, is garbage, but I, I look at He's that. He's the modern team. day Addison Reed. He, or Troy Percival. 
just guys we've owned. Oh, Todd Jones. Yeah, I know. I was we, about to we've say owned that. a lot of guys over the years, a lot of relievers. But but you but you look at that roster though, and they still have, you know, uh, there's they still have what's his name at uh, shortstop that they Correa. back Correa or oh, yeah. Polanco. I know is hurt, but always kills us. I think Jose Miranda is, is a going to be a star. Very good he, player. He really yes. turned it on in the second half, but and, Buc- sudden, and Buxton, but Buxton's great, but he's never healthy. When, when Buxton, exactly. Joey Gallo, they added who stinks. Max Kepler, another guy who's destroyed us for years. I still like that roster more yeah, than I like bad. the White Sox. I, the White Sox just, there's something about that, the mojo on that team that I do not like. I, I think Andrew Vaughn is going to have a big year for them. I think that uh, he'll break out. And I think that, like I said, with, with Larusa gone, I think that helps the environment a little bit. For sure. And their and their pitching staff's pretty good. I mean, you could argue they have the best starter in the division. I mean, yeah, you Lance can Lynn. make the case. What's that? No, it's Cease. See, oh, Cease. What am I talking about? Cease and Lance Lynn as a top two is pretty damn good. I well, will definitely yeah. say that. I think uh, Cease is excellent. Giolito really took it. You know, when they you want to talk about someone who got hurt by the crackdown, the sticky stuff it was Giolito. He was not the same. And if Kopech could ever stay healthy, he's good too. Um, and then their bullpen, you know, it's a big question mark at the back end now because Liam Hendricks, you know, is, is uh, going through um, not Hodgkin's lymphoma and they don't know when he's going to be back. But yeah. Kendall Graveman is a good option to step in. Reynaldo Lopez was decent, but the rest of it is meh. You know, I know they like Matt Foster. Oh, and of course, how could we forget the back, uh, the fifth starter, Mike Clevenger? It's gonna be fun when he comes back. Good God, yeah, we don't even have yeah. to discuss well, the unnamed team in the Royals because those teams are garbage. It's uh, yeah, that's a real shame. Ooh, but I he, heard Torkelson's having a great spring. That's right. His uh, his exit velocity's uh, been been up. <laughs> Torque. I don't know what that team's doing. I have no idea. I don't know what their direction is. They're uh, MLB.com uh, came out with their pipeline rankings for the farm system. Ours is fourth best in baseball. Theirs is like 26th. Oof. When you you're know. a bad team, you're and supposed you're, to And your farm good... system's bad, right? Yeah, that, exactly. exactly. And I know they, em- they emptied the farm a little bit last year by bringing up uh, the Riley Green, gr- yeah. Green and, and Torque, but when you're 26th and you're rebuilding again, like that's not good. Yeah, you know, we're not and, rebuilding and have all well, of our most of our guys up. Obviously, the higher end guys like Rocchio and Valera are still uh, the minors, but to be fourth in baseball is pretty darn good. Yeah, well, and plus with the unnamed team, their two best young starters are both starting the season on the 60 day IL, Scooble and Mize. And, uh, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez is overpaid and garbage. They brought back Matthew Boyd please oh yeah it's you a know, nice oh, one-year flyer oh, oh i'm reading heavy on oh wait till you see spencer turnbull oh come on he's decent he's a de- de- quality quality middle middle of the middle of the rotation guy oh, they yeah. do have they do have cesar hernandez on the roster this year which is very exciting. yeah i don't know if he's gonna it, they're, is they're he not gonna make it no it's like 50 50 from what i've heard i used to love that guy i know i, he, I have a i have a, a triples weird... machine for us I have a weird love for him and Ronnie Belliard. I don't, I don't know B. what it is about both of those two guys. I, I just always loved them. Yeah, we love Cesar Hernandez and they just traded him at the end of the year. So we're like, all right, we've done it. Yeah, yeah but it was did. the right move. 
Yeah. And I think they got Battenfield for him. I believe you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So. What else, what else? What else we got to talk about? That's it. We got no. We can't talk about our college basketball teams because mine's out and yours didn't even make the tournament, and the executive producers didn't make the tournament. I'm just focusing on uh, the Adrian Red Autry era up in Central New York. So. Yes, congratulations on JJ Starling transferring in. That's hey, exciting. let's keep that portal churning. <laughs> I'm big, big fan of the portal. We got four guys transferring out. Self cutting the fat. Yeah, what did I see? Yesifu gone. Who else? I love it because Yesifu and Pettiford were both after the game asked if they were coming back, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're definitely coming back." And then three days later, they were out. Who's the fourth? The Cle- Clements uh, and Cam Martin, who was injured the last both the last two seasons. Oh. Where's Rice? Still up in the air. See if MJ wow. comes back. He should. He he's gonna. He, he's in line to get the, the get the wing minutes. Nothing oh. like the Dairy Brothers Guardians cats. Your place for Kansas Jayhawks basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, Zach Meisel will love this. He's uh, uh, he's involved. He's involved. Yes, he is. So in the meantime, we got when when are we gonna get the pitching matchups? King of the pitching matchups. Uh, do we have one? Are we, are we doing one more? Uh, I think we probably should do a show predictions on and stuff? Wednesday. Maybe okay, do like, when- we'll do a Wednesday pre get, get ready for the first, you know, I need to do some research on the Mariners and look, that rotation is deadly. You know, we're going to be seeing Logan Gilbert, you know, Logan, and what's his 10% name? Capacity. Castillo, Castillo and all Logan Gilbert. That's a good team. That's well, a good team. They're, excellent and the yeah. fact that we have to play them again comes back yeah, but we get it out of the way early ML, yeah but dumbass mlb scheduling seattle coming here for one series all the way across the country the farthest team away april, april. 7th 8th and 9th why, why would you possibly do that that's just so stupid so stupid but you it's it's ugh, moronic it is moronic all right, that'll do it for us here on the uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Little Friday edition, spring training still going on. Uh, we'll get with the, the people next week before the opener on the Thursday night, late night editions uh, of Guardians baseball there on uh, Bally Sports Ohio for the or is it Bally Sports Great Lakes? What what is it? I don't even Whatever know what it is, it won't be for long. <laughs> hey, you matter. Unfortunately, <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for those guys, but that's you know out of their hands. Control the controllables. They can't control it. So what are they going to do? Exactly. So, all right. For Todd, this is Matt. Uh, Thanks to our uh, friends at the Center for Advanced Dentistry, Groove Ride. What's the website, please? Groove Ride. And that's R-Y-D-E.com. You may see someone on there that you know. There you go. The name you know. (laughs) Like Jeff Johnson. (laughs) And of course, Breaking Tea t-shirts, breakingtea.com slash dairy. We are out of room and out of here. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.